Hello, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, jasondillard.com, or call me at 864-444-7650. We're here to talk about how we can buy and sell, borrow money, do real estate transactions right here in the upstate. Tracy and I have been working together for almost 10 years. Our anniversary is coming up. And it's going to be awesome. I mean, what is what is a 10-year anniversary? Is was, that salt or something? It was last November, man. I thought it was the anniversary of our... Well, the full-timeness. Yeah, the full-timeness. Okay, the full-timeness is April 20th. Yeah, so is, yeah. what is that, salt or, <laughs> I mean, 10-year? What is it? Is it cloth, yeah, paper? Part-time for six. Well, part-time for uh, how many months? In January? About six months. Five, five or six months part-time. And then, yeah, full-time it April 20th. It ain't a diamond anniversary. 2007. It's something else. It's probably paper. I mean, I'll get you a card or something. You don't have to get me anything, man. Yeah, I know, man. Let's just buy some houses or some yeah. bill- billings or something. Yeah, you know, we need to buy some stuff. So, um, have we actually listened in the last week? Have we bought anything? I can't think of anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, we bought the house in not North Maine. Oh, okay, yeah, we bought that one. That was it ain't yeah, the, sometime recently. It should yeah. be on the market pretty soon. Yeah. If we can get our real estate agent, did you hear that? To do stuff, I said, something. Is he listening? Yeah, come on, <laughs> hurry, hurry! You got it, got it. It's got to be actually on the market for it to sell, right? Yeah, that's. We need to improve on that part of the process. We need to actually have the data entered as a pre-listing, and I'm talking about the second we close, bam, submit and it's listed. Like the second we own it, I mean, the ink's not even dry. The I mean, the deed hadn't been sent down to the courthouse to be recorded. It's yeah. already listed. Yeah, that's right. That's that what way it might be sell. Then, you know, if it sells quickly. And we call the attorney on the way down to get it recorded and tell him just turn around and come back because you're going to be recording it in somebody else's name soon. Yeah. Give me a, go ahead and prepare a new deed. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you who the grantee is when you get here. The grantor is us because we're selling something. Yeah. yeah. way stuff is selling right now. My goodness. I know if you're a real estate agent out there listening, you know what this is like. I, mean, I talked to an agent this week that said they had blocked out four hours of their Sunday to show a client some houses and the client called at like right before the, the window of time that they had, you know, set aside. Well, can we, can we pull comps and can we do this? And can we do this and give me some sales data and da, 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 da. And and the agent's like, I know it's my job to do the best financial help you make the best financial decisions but do, do you realize what's happening in the upstate market go buy the house is basically what she was saying because guess what you dawdle around and wait on all that stuff bye-bye it's gone and you know how hard it is to buy houses that are what or, you want perfectly for us it's not as bad because it, we it, can make it what we want it it's harder to buy houses that are already sold to somebody else yeah, but when you're when you're the end user, you know it's not like walking on a car lot and they've got a hundred of them, and even if they don't have one you like, well, you just fill out that little sheet, and in a few weeks they'll have the one you want. What little sheet? Well, I don't know how that works because I didn't bought anything brand new, but that's how it works supposedly. A little sheet to tell them all the stuff you want, and the colors and the features and stuff. But when it's a house, and they order one from Detroit, yeah, and you want it in a particular school district, and you want it in a particular neighborhood, and you want the bathroom on a particular side of the house, and you want the neighbors to have a certain kind of car and a certain kind of dog. I mean, my goodness, when all of those factors play in, you want it to face west, so yeah, that, so that you can look at the sun when you're sitting on your front porch. But 
the sun comes in the kitchen when you're when you're eating your breakfast. Yeah. When you when there's all of those things that you can't just fabricate like you can a vehicle when it's a house. Buddy, when it's anywhere close to what your wish list is, you better get it. Unless you're not in any stinking hurry. And in this market, you really better be anyway because you're going to end up paying more the longer you wait with what interest rates are doing right now. Potentially, you're going to pay more for the loan if you're not paying cash. So, yeah, I mean, so, so strike while words, the iron's hot. Make need, hay while it's sunshine. Need to have an urgency, yeah, which is what a, I've been trying to teach people in our office. Yeah, have a sense of urgency about you. And I'm not talking about what you're thinking about. I know what you're thinking. What am I thinking? When you hear a word urgency. No, so what you're thinking? No, you're, I'm not thinking about that. You're thinking you're leaning towards the bathroom. You're not already leaning out. You know, ready to go yeah, to the don't, bathroom. Don't say urgency. Yeah, you, urgency to Tracy is when he has too much sweet tea because his his bladder is the size of a squirrel, a, a, a very small squirrel. Yeah, so not even one of those big ones like in Washington. On, don't go on a long trip with Tracy because be takes, prepared to stop. It takes longer to get there because you have to stop every hundred miles and let him. Take care of the urgency problem that he has. I don't even think I can make it 100 miles. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I've been trying to tell people in our office to have urgency, man. Come on. Well, I just experienced. You can't finish unless you start. You know what I mean? Well, I experienced some of what you're talking about this morning. That one of our. No, not that urgency. The other urgency. Oh, what happened? The, The staff member that I was working with has the sense of urgency about this particular thing. But it was somebody else. And, and multiple somebody else's that he has no control over. Oops, I say he. Multiple that he has no control over that apparently have zero sense of urgency. But it is what it is. I mean, you just take a deep breath. Go lay down in a grassy field. Yeah, go lay in a grassy field. Stare at the blue sky a few minutes. It'll be all right. So we're not having our closings coming up that, we're, that he's working on? Well, we're having one of them, but we're not having the other one. Oh, well, we'd get by with one. Yeah. You know, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Well, well just, it's a bigger deal to our lender because when they start making their money, it's going to take a few more days. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to get your money making money and you can't get the attorneys and the powers that be to do what they need to do to get your money making money. You, well, did I say it was the attorney? I know what it is. <laughs> I know it's I know it's a combination of it's, 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 a retirement custodian, administrator, yeah. And attorneys. And not even the new one. Not even the new what? Not even the new administrator custodian. It's the one that the they money's don't even, coming from. Yeah, they don't even know yet. Right. So, the, so it's a combination of things. Okay. So if you just tuned in and you wonder what we're talking about, I'm Jason and I buy and sell real estate here in the upstate. Tracy is my partner. We've been doing this for a long time. We've got our 10 year anniversary coming up real soon. Um, a party. So we're going to, we're going to, I don't know what we're going to do. Probably nothing. But we borrow money from people in the retirement accounts to do the transactions that we're doing. Um, right now, we have a need for 100000 on new houses where you can make 8% on your money. These houses are selling for 160 to 200 So it's a really safe place to put your money if you want a good 8% return. Um, and one of our loans that we're about to close is a retirement account that the money is moving from a their, their current custodian to the new self-directed custodian so if you go down to your local brokerage house and explain to your broker that you want to um, invest in real estate and lend money right here in the upstate they probably won't be set up to do that 
you'll have to move your money from that custodian or that bank to one that's set up to do real estate type transactions. And sometimes it's like pulling teeth to get the current custodian to release the funds because if they don't have the money in their trading account or their mutual fund or whatever they're doing, they don't make the commissions anymore. So you have to give them a little incentive. Like, uh, I guess you call them or something, don't you? Tracy, is that what you do? You call them and say, Hey, you know, the old phrase, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm -hmm. That's what I told this gentleman that he needed to be. He needed to be the squeaky wheel. I said, if you don't call that old custodian and I mean, it's this talking about the sense of urgency, you know, it's your account, your retirement money. It's not theirs. It's yours. They're, you're the customer. Tell them what you want. It's, it's hard for the customer to, customer to be right to the old custodian when you're about to not be the customer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But they should still do the right thing and go ahead and wire the money. That's right. Can you just dispatch the truck? I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, if you just tuned in, I'm Jason Dillard and I buy houses. If you want to lend us some money, we're always looking for more money. We're looking for 100000 right now. We can use your retirement accounts as well. Your IRA can actually make the 8% return just like your pocket can or just like your bank account can. Um, we explain to people how we do that. We teach them how to do that. If you're interested, go to my website, jasondiller.com, or give me a call at 864-444-7650. Coming up on the first break of the program, we come back and we we'll talk about exactly how you would get your IRA started. We'll talk about that when we return. We'll be back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get in touch with me, my phone number is 864-444-7650. Um, if you're interested in becoming one of our lenders or you're considering investing in real estate by lending money, even out of your retirement accounts, right here in the upstate, go to my website, jasondillard.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Before the break, we mentioned that we're looking for 100000 to build houses that are worth 160 to one uh, to 190, 200. So it's a really safe place to put your money because the value of the asset is way more than the value of the loan. So if you're interested in ex us explaining that to you, that's what we do. We go to the trouble because it ain't no trouble to meet with people. We met with, we met with a couple of new lenders this past week and they always say, well, I hate to take up all your time. And I'm like, well, you're not taking up all my time. If I wasn't doing this, I'd just be eating. I know. I'd be eating or, or just hanging out. I don't know. Tra I don't know what Tracy would be doing. I'd be trying to buy something or trade something or do something. I don't know what Tracy would be doing, but I'm, you know, if I'm talking to a potential lender or a lender, lender then that's my job. My job is to talk to people. Um, we're in a people business, and it, my job is to talk to people when we're buying and selling real estate. It takes people to make deals happen. It takes people for us to borrow money from them or their retirement accounts. Um, and if you just tuned in and you've never heard of this before, it's different than what you've heard of because most brokerage houses aren't set up for you to become a lender with your IRA. They're not. They're set up for you to buy the products they sell. So it takes a self-directed custodian that charges you a fee and an annual fee, a fee for the transactions and an annual fee, to make any money so that you can truly self-direct your retirement account. And 
When we say self-directed, we're not talking about which mutual funds you can choose. We're talking about anything that the IRS allows you to invest in. I mean, the IRS has a list of things that you can't invest in with your retirement account. And Tracy knows the list by heart. I'm sure it's, what is it, alcohol, yeah, you rugs, uh, stamps. So there's a list. It's seven, eight, nine things. It's, I don't even know if it's that many. I think it's like five. And anything else you can invest in, you can like the lo- You always say a truckload of tires. Yeah, I've got a buddy that bought a truckload of tires. No joke. And before I, I mean, I've been using this analogy for years before that opportunity even came up to him, but he bought a truckload of tires for a price. And then he sold them one by one out of that truckload for a profit. I mean, the IRA could do that. The IRA, the account holder could direct the custodian to make the investment in the purchase of that thing. And then the IRA custodian would send the money to the seller and the IRA would own whatever that was it bought and that wasn't prohibited. And when people bought the tires, they would write a, have to write a check to the IRA. That's right. The money goes back to the IRA. Couldn't write the check to the person because it's not the person's money. It's their IRA's money. And then the money goes back into the IRA. And once it's all done and said, they made money or they didn't. So how difficult is it? And we were talking about before how it's taken a longer period of time for this particular custodian to move to, to release the money to the new custodian. Well, this but particular, is it, was it a lot of work to get to this point? How much work was it? No, it's just not really. It's just a few pieces of paper. And, you know, as the account holder, you sign it and you get it notarized and you send it to uh, the new custodian, whomever you choose. And if you've listened to us for long, we usually recommend American IRA. You know, you make your decision on whoever you pick, but you send that paperwork to them along with your account statement of where the money is now and they do the rest. It goes to them. But then the delay, if there is one becomes when the current custodian isn't uh, very urgent about completing whatever they have to do and releasing that money. And all the custodians are different. You know, when you and I met, I worked for a trucking company and we had a custodian. It was T row price. So when I opened my account at American IRA and I moved the money, uh, it was pretty simple and it happened in about a week or so and there was a portion of the money i couldn't move and it was a couple of years later when i could well when that time came and it was available i called them up and i said what paperwork did i need to do and they said there's no paperwork where do you want us to send the money same place you sent it last time yeah you want the whole balance of what's left in the account yeah okay click <laughs> it was that easy and i was done and a couple of days later the money was at american ira and it got invested in something so but you know, typically a, a normal transaction that they will they would see for a new account opening coming from the other custodian is probably a couple of weeks. So they go and open up a new account with their new custodian, whoever they pick, and then they tell that new custodian to ask for the money from their old custodian, basically. Well, they don't even tell them that. It's, that's just part of the process. That's and the, the way it happens. The money goes, they do a direct transfer. And a lot of our customers, I mean, a lot of our lenders will come and ask us, well, do I need to tell my bank or do I need to tell my current custodian where to send the money? I said, well, honestly, no, you don't have to really tell them anything. Once you do that paperwork with your new custodian, they're going to receive a request for that money that the account holder customer has initiated this process. Now, it doesn't hurt for you as the account holder to call, you know, give it so many business days and make sure. Did current custodian, who's in charge of this? Did you receive it? Yeah, you did. Okay. 
when's the timeline of when it's going to move. And if they have a, a traditional IRA, for example, then when they move it to the other custodian, it's still a traditional IRA. Yeah, it doesn't change form type. It can if you choose. Now, if you have a traditional and you want it to become a Roth, Ooh. you can do that. There, there's, of course, a there is a taxable event because a traditional is tax deferred and then a, a Roth is, well, you pay taxes before you contribute to it and it's, it's never taxed. But most people, we don't ever suggest if they've got a substantial amount of money or like you say, if they've got no hair or gray hair, it's not worth converting a convertible, uh, convertible, a convention, uh, traditional, get my words right here in a minute. You, you had to bring up cars. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, we hadn't talked about cars this we'll whole get program. There, yeah, we'll get there eventually. You had to bring up cars. But we don't suggest people convert a traditional IRA to a Roth um, unless they're younger or unless it's not a tremendous amount of money. Because, you know, if you're going to convert a hundred grand and you're 60 years old, what it's going to cost you to convert it, yeah, you're probably not likely unless you're super active and invest in things yourselves, you're not super likely you're going to make that uh, penalty back. So just leave it a traditional. But if you got a, you know, if you're 40 years old and you got a $50,000 traditional, my goodness, I'd convert that thing to a Roth so fast your head would spin. And you don't have to do it in the same year. So if you can't afford the tax, you don't have to convert all of it in one year. You can just convert portions of it every year as you can afford to pay the tax. Okay. So the, account that they have now may be a traditional, it may be a Roth, it may be a SEP, it may be a HSA, any type of retirement account that they have, they can open up a new retirement account with the new custodian and then do a direct transfer and the money is still in the same type of account most of the time. Right. But then once it's in that account, how much money are they making? Zero. Well, why would we want to teach people to move their money into something that makes zero? Well, because we're hoping that by them learning this, they're going to lend it to us. Okay. So, but when the money's sitting in the account at the new custodian, when the money, it just, it's just stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the goal and the desire is for us to borrow it on a transaction that we're purchasing or refinancing or, or developing or whatever. Um, and if so, you just tuned in, we'd need a hundred grand right now on a house we're building. Um, this worth one sixty to 200. We got a handful of houses going. Um, we'll pay 8%. So if somebody lent us the 100000 that they had in their self-directed retirement account, they're making eight grand a year. And that that's probably pretty good compared to what you would make in most other type of investments because it's a fixed return. Whereas you know, the stock market's been booming in the last, since Trump was elected. It's just been booming. It's up like 13, 14, 15, 16%. I can't remember right now. What but, do they call that? Consumer confidence? I guess. I'm but, pretty confident. But what if you had 8% for sure every year, every month? Well, that's what you get when you get a contracted rate of return inside of a mortgage. So instead of riding the roller coaster up and down, maybe making a lot, maybe not making a lot, maybe making nothing, maybe losing money. Instead of doing all that, you can actually get your money making a fixed return by lending it against real estate that's safe because the value of the real estate is way more than what you're lending. And you've got your money making money in a safe way. And you can go and see the asset. You can feel it. You can touch it. You can see the house getting built. You can see the remodel we're doing. 
um, the one we mentioned earlier in the show, you can see the house up there near North Main and the land that we own that secures the investment that that lender made. So um, if you're interested in that, again, go to my website, jasondiller.com, or give me a call at 864-444-7650. Now, once they have the money in the retirement account and it's making nothing, isn't it a big hassle to get their investment made? I mean, is that a lot of work for them? Uh, no. So what do they have to do? They have to go and they have to get Trump to sign anything and they got to get their birth certificate and got to get your kindergarten all the way back to kindergarten, school attendance records, uh, mama's social security number. No, none of that stuff. It's, um, it's an online process. That's pretty simple or our staff will help and do it uh, on paper. And it's just a few sheets of paper. It's pretty simple, straightforward, just fill in the blank stuff mostly. And that goes up to the custodian. You're now directing them what you want the account to do. So then they have a processing department that looks at that and makes sure you're not doing anything you're not supposed to that's not compliant. And then it kind of moves forward and it goes to um, the investment gets made, whatever that may be. If it's a loan to us, it's going to a closing where an attorney's providing a title policy and a title insurance and a recording of documents. Uh, if you've chosen your IRAs, going to buy something uh, that's not real estate, it we don't even know what that looks like because we never do that. I mean, we just know it's possible. So once you direct it, just a little bit of paperwork, it's it's done. Okay, and so I've got money in my retirement account. I decide I'd wanted to roll it to a new custodian. I fill out a couple of sheets of paper. Two or three weeks later, I've got my money in the new account. Fill out another two or three sheets. They wire money to a attorney. So the attorney can make sure that your note and mortgage was recorded. And now I'm making money on my money at a fixed 8% return instead of going up and down or sideways or whatever the stock market used to be doing. Right. So if you're interested in learning more how, how that works, or if you want to get with us and meet with us and sit down and talk to us, you can go to my website, jasondiller.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Or you can give me a call at 864 444 Seven six five zero. That's eight six four 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 seventy six fifty. We're always looking for more lenders that want to make more money with their money at a good fixed return. Coming up on the bottom of the hour. Now will be a great time to go to the website jasondiller.com. We come back. We're going to talk about how we manage property and how you can make more money than you're making now if you manage it yourself. So hang on through the break. We'll be back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get in touch with me, my phone number is 864-444-7650. If you're interested in becoming one of our lenders or you're considering investing in real estate by lending money, even out of your retirement accounts, right here in the upstate, go to my website, jasondillard.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Before the break, we mentioned that we're looking for $100,000 to build houses that are worth 160 to one uh, to 190, 200. So it's a really safe place to put your money because the value of the asset is way more than the value of the loan. So if you're interested in ex- us explaining that to you, that's what we do. We go to the trouble because it ain't no trouble to meet with people. We met with, we met with a couple of new lenders this past week and 
they always say, well, I hate to take up all your time. And I'm like, well, you're not taking up all my time. If I wasn't doing this, I'd just be eating. I know. I'd be eating or, or just hanging out. I don't know. Tra- I don't know what Tracy would be doing. I'd be trying to buy something or trade something or do something. I don't know what Tracy would be doing, but I'm, you know, if I'm talking to a potential lender or a lender, lender, then that's my job. My job is to talk to people. Um, we're in a people business, and it, my job is to talk to people when we're buying and selling real estate. It takes people to make deals happen. It takes people for us to borrow money from them or their retirement accounts. Um, and if you just tuned in and you've never heard of this before, it's different than what you've heard of because most brokerage houses aren't set up for you to become a lender with your IRA. They're not. They're set up for you to buy the products they sell. So it takes a self-directed custodian that charges you a fee and an annual fee, a fee for the transactions and an annual fee to make any money so that you can truly self-direct your retirement account. And when we say self-directed, we're not talking about which mutual funds you can choose. We're talking about anything that the IRS allows you to invest in. I mean, the IRS has a list of things that you can't invest in with your retirement account. And Tracy knows the list by heart. I'm sure it's, what is it? Alcohol, yeah, you rugs, uh, stamps. So there's a list. It's seven, eight, nine things. It's, I don't even know if it's that many. I think it's like five. And anything else you can invest in, you can like the lo- You always say a truckload of tires. Yeah. I've got a buddy that bought a truckload of tires. No joke. And before I, I mean, I've been using this analogy for years before that opportunity even came up to him, but he bought a truckload of tires for a price. And then he sold them one by one out of that truckload for a profit. I mean, the IRA could do that. The IRA, the account holder could direct the custodian to make the investment in the purchase of that thing. And then the IRA custodian would send the money to the seller and the IRA would own whatever that was it bought and that wasn't prohibited. And when people bought the tires, they would write a, have to write a check to the IRA. That's right. The money goes back to the IRA. Couldn't write the check to the person. Cause it's not the person's money. It's their IRA's money. And then the money goes back into the IRA. And once it's all done and said they made money or they didn't. So how difficult is it? And we were talking about before how it's taken a longer period of time for this particular custodian to move to, to release the money to the new custodian. Well, this but particular, is it, was it a lot of work to get to this point? How much work was it? No, it's just not really. It's just a few pieces of paper. And you know, as the account holder, you sign it. And you get it notarized, and you send it to uh, the new custodian, whomever you choose. And if you've listened to us for long, we usually recommend American IRA. Now, you make your decision on whoever you pick, but you send that paperwork to them along with your account statement of where the money is now, and they do the rest. It goes to them. But then the delay, if there is one, becomes when the current custodian isn't uh, very urgent about completing whatever they have to do and releasing that money and all the custodians are different. You know, when you and I met, I worked for a trucking company and we had a custodian. It was T row price. So when I opened my account at American IRA and I moved the money, uh, it was pretty simple and it happened in about a week or so. And there was a portion of the money I couldn't move. And it was a couple of years later when I could, well, when that time came and it was available, I called them up and I said, what paperwork did I need to do? And they said, there's no paperwork. Where do you want us to send the money? Same place you sent it last time? Yeah. You want the whole balance of what's left in the account? Yeah. Okay. Click. <laughs> it was that easy, and I was done. And 
a couple of days later, the money was at American IRA and it got invested in something. So, but you know, typically a, a normal transaction that they will, they would see for a new account opening coming from the other custodian is probably a couple of weeks. So they go and open up a new account with their new custodian, whoever they pick. And then they tell that new custodian to ask for the money from their old custodian. Basically, well, they don't even tell them that it's, that's just part of the process and the, the way it happens. The money goes, they do a direct transfer. And a lot of our customers, I mean, a lot yeah. of our lenders will come and ask us, well, do I need to tell my bank or do I need to tell my current custodian where to send the money? I said, well, honestly, no, you don't have to really tell them anything. Once you do that paperwork with your new custodian, they're going to receive a request for that money that the account holder customer has initiated this process. Now, it doesn't hurt for you as the account holder to call, you know, give it so many business days and make sure the current custodian, who's in charge of this, did you receive it? Yeah, you did. Okay. When's the timeline of when it's going to move? And if they have a, a traditional IRA, for example, then when they move it to the other custodian, it's still a traditional IRA. Yeah, it doesn't change form type. It can if you choose. Now, if you have a traditional and you want it to become a Roth, ooh. You can do that. There, there's, of course, a there is a taxable event because a traditional is tax deferred, and then a, a Roth is well, you pay taxes before you contribute to it, and it's it's never taxed. But most people, we don't ever suggest if they've got a substantial amount of money, or like you say, if they've got no hair or gray hair, it's not worth converting a convertible uh, convertible a convention. Uh, Traditional. Get my words right here in a minute. You, you had to bring up cars. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, we hadn't talked about cars this we'll whole get program. There, yeah, we'll get there eventually. You had to bring up cars, but we don't suggest people convert a traditional IRA to a Roth, um, unless they're younger, or unless it's not a tremendous amount of money. Because you know, if you're going to convert a hundred grand and you're sixty years old, what it's going to cost you to convert it? Yeah you're probably not likely unless you're super active and invest in things yourselves. You're not super likely you're going to make that uh, penalty back. So just leave it a traditional. But if you got a, you know, if you're 40 years old and you got a $50,000 traditional, my goodness, I'd convert that thing to a Roth so fast your head would spin and you don't have to do it in the same year. So if you can't afford the tax, you don't have to convert all of it in one year. You can just convert portions of it every year as you can afford to pay the tax. Okay. So the, account that they have now may be a traditional, it may be a Roth, it may be a SEP, it may be a HSA, any type of retirement account that they have, they can open up a new retirement account with the new custodian and then do a direct transfer and the money is still in the same type of account most of the time. Right. But then once it's in that account, how much money are they making? Zero. Well, why would we want to teach people to move their money into something that makes zero? Well, because we're hoping that by them learning this, they're going to lend it to us. Okay. So, but when the money's sitting in the account at the new custodian, when the money, it just, it's just stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the goal and the desire is for us to borrow it on a transaction that we're purchasing or refinancing or, or developing or whatever. Um, and if so, you just tuned in, we'd need a hundred grand right now on a house we're building. Um, this worth one sixty to 200. We got a handful of houses going. Um, we'll pay 8%. So if somebody lent us the 100000 that they had in their self-directed retirement account, they're making eight grand a year. And that that's probably pretty good compared to what you would make 
in most other type of investments because it's a fixed return. Whereas you know, the stock market's been booming in the last since Trump was elected. It's just been booming. It's up like 13, 14, 15, 16 percent. I can't remember right now. What do they call that? Consumer confidence? I guess. I'm but, pretty confident. But what if you had 8% for sure every year, every month? Well, that's what you get when you get a contracted rate of return inside of a mortgage. So instead of riding the roller coaster up and down, maybe making a lot, maybe not making a lot, maybe making nothing, maybe losing money. Instead of doing all that, you can actually get your money making a fixed return by lending it against real estate that's safe because the value of the real estate is way more than what you're lending. And you've got your money making money in a safe way. And you can go and see the asset. You can feel it. You can touch it. You can see the house getting built. You can see the remodel we're doing. Um, the one we mentioned earlier in the show, you can see the house up there near North Main and the land that we own that secures the investment that that lender made. So, um, if you're interested in that, again, go to my website, jasondiller.com, or give me a call at 864-444-7650. Now, once they have the money in the retirement account and it's making nothing, isn't it a big hassle to get their investment made? I mean, is that a lot of work for them? Uh, no. So what do they have to do? They have to go and they have to get Trump to sign anything, and they got to get their birth certificate. and Got to get your kindergarten, all the way back to kindergarten, school, attendance records. Uh, mama's social security number. No, none of that stuff. It's, um, it's an online process. That's pretty simple or our staff will help and do it uh, on paper. And it's just a few sheets of paper. It's pretty simple, straightforward, just fill in the blank stuff mostly. And that goes up to the custodian. You're now directing them what you want the account to do. So then they have a processing department that looks at that and makes sure you're not doing anything you're not supposed to, that's not compliant. And then it kind of moves forward and it goes to, um, the investment gets made, whatever that may be. If it's a loan to us, it's going to a closing where an attorney's providing a title policy and a title insurance and a recording of documents. Uh, if you've chosen your IRAs going to buy something, uh, that's not real estate. It, we don't even know what that looks like. Cause we never do that. I mean, we just know it's possible. So, once you direct it, just a little bit of paperwork, it's it's done. Okay, and so I've got money in my retirement account. I decide I'd wanted to roll it to a new custodian. I fill out a couple of sheets of paper. Two or three weeks later, I've got my money in the new account. Fill out another two or three sheets. They wire money to a attorney so the attorney can make sure that your note and mortgage was recorded. And now I'm making money on my money at a fixed 8% return instead of going up and down or sideways or whatever the stock market used to be doing. Right. So if you're interested in learning more how, how that works or if you want to get with us and meet with us and sit down and talk to us, you can go to my website, jasondiller.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Or you can give me a call at 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. We're always looking for more lenders that want to make more money with their money at a good fixed return. Coming up on the bottom of the hour, now will be a great time to go to the website, jasondiller.com. we come back, we're going to talk about how we manage property and how you can make more money than you're making now if you manage it yourself. So hang on through the break. We'll be back. 
Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get in touch with me, my phone number is 864-444-7650. Go to my website, jasondillard.com. If you just tuned in, we are looking for money all the time and houses. So I wake up in the morning and I think to myself, self, because that's what I think to myself when I think to myself. I say self, or I think self. What do you call yourself? I call myself self. I say self, I need some more property and I need some more money to buy more property. So if you want to learn how you can get us more money and get a good return on your money, go to jasondillard.com. If you want to sell us something, just call me, 864-444-7650. Before the break, we were talking about appliances. And we were talking about how Tracy just spent $300 so that his stove didn't go. Because it had a transformer that was bad. And it's, wait a minute, let me make sure you'll clarify so the listeners understand. It's not just like that. It's like that for the entire time you're cooking something. So whether you're cooking something for 10 or 15 minutes just to kind of warm it up, or you're cooking a turkey that takes eight hours or whatever, it's it's so loud that you can't hear what the TV, you can't hear yourself think. No, I didn't say that. It's so loud that it's it's $300 loud. (laughs) Okay. Is that what it is? Let's make this clear. I believe our listeners have figured out, you and I do have a lot of similarities. It's how we get along so well and how we do well in our business. But we do have a lot of differences like what what's different okay about it, so Tracy? the jason dillard brain would say the oven works it heats the food that's all i want it to do right that's yeah. all i ask for it to do it so it makes a little noise just hey hey look at here this is an <laughs> oven that it'll 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 cook your food for four hundred dollars oh and look at here here's another oven it'll 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 cook your food for five hundred dollars i feel i feel a stand-up comedy yeah, comedy routine coming hey, on and you'll like this one because this one cooks your food for $600, but it's got kind of a stainless steel out exterior. So like if you want to wipe it down, you wipe it down a little easier. It keep it, It'll cook your food for $600. Oh, but look at here. Here's one that you can cook your food in this oven for $1,200. Is that, that's what it's like, right? Exactly what it it's like. It cooks your food. Yes. So it cooks the food just like the manufacturer designed it to do. But what they didn't design it to do was make this noise that Jason Diller wouldn't do anything about, but just go in the living room and turn the TV up. We won't hear it. Yeah, but you won't hear it unless you're cooking. In my house, uh-uh. You forget it, pal. And, and you're the same thing with your cars, too. Yes. Like, I've got a, on my truck, I've got a missing um, locking. What's the little thing that's on the top? I don't know what it's called. If you want to lock your truck by hand, oh, click, yeah, click, yeah, a I, little knob. It's got a name, but I forget. Yeah, It's gone, man. It's been gone for a long time. And you ain't never going to replace it. Well, I mean, it, it, it'll, I, it'll still be gone whenever you get rid of that truck. Well, when I when I press the unlock button, it unlock it pops up and down. It's just the manual unlock button. It's not the, it's not yeah, the I know, power lock. Right, button. yeah, I got it. I'm tracking. Yeah, I mean, my truck drives. I mean, it's on the left side. You're right. It is on the left side. So, like, when I'm going down 85, if I let my hands off the steering wheel, since my truck's a little bit lighter on the left side of that knob, my truck veers to the left a little bit. No, it didn't drive any different because I don't have that knob. And it it, I, it is on Cole's side in the back instead of Reese's side. And he's 12 when he sits in the back. So, I guess he could, if he, like, slammed his head down on the side of it, he could punch a hole in the side of his head because it, it's still got the little. It's the threaded rod. That, yeah, the, the little threaded yeah. rod sticking up. Yeah, yeah I, that's I could, a safety hazard. Yeah, I can. But if it was on Reese's side, I'd fix it because he's more important. He's the young one. Yeah, I hear he's you. The, he's the golden child. Yeah, Cole, we all know better than that. Yeah, Cole, he can beat him. We'll be. We'll make them switch sides from now on. If they happen to 
right on the wrong side, I'll switch them because of that safety hazard because it's okay if Cole gets hurt. It's yeah. no big deal. So one of the differences between you and I is uh, I'm fixing something that you wouldn't fix, bottom line. Right. But I understand why you fixed it now because during the break you explained to me it's not the oven that sits on the ground. It's the oven that's in the hole in your cabinet. Yeah, if it was just so a, it's a two or it's a two or three thousand dollar piece of equipment. Oh yeah, if it was a floor model stove that I can buy a glass cooktop, I mean brand new, for four or five hundred bucks. Oh, I for sure I wouldn't spend three hundred on that. No, but yeah, this is a, a much more expensive item. And knowing my wife, if we were to go shopping for the brand new one, you know, you're not gonna get the entry level one. Why not? Because you just ain't. Uh-uh. You can't do the same thing it, you do with a sleep number? It doesn't have enough But No, believe it or not. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but no, we can't do the same thing we did with a sleep number. When we finally agreed to buy the sleep number, and you know the story, I said, okay, there's an advertised price. We've never owned one before. We're going in the store. Don't make eye contact with the more expensive ones. Make a beeline straight to the entry-level one. If we like it well enough, we commit, we buy it. If we like it and love it later and want a better one, We'll look into that. Well, and see, I we do, love that. We love the entry level one. I do spend money that you don't think I'd spend money on. Like my wife wants to have a nice looking yard. Yeah. So we went, got the grass nerds to come out and we did the aeration in the fall. And now I got a big, pretty yard, which this totally blows my mind coming from you. Yeah. Cause she wanted the nice yard. <laughs> so, and I'm looking, I'm looking at her and I'm like, can you put that in the budget? The budget, the budget. Yeah. I mean, can you, can we fit that in the budget? I mean, because it costs, you have to pay like a, so much a month right. for them to come out and they spray. And my yard's green as it can be now. And your backyard's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Front I yard, got, backyard. I got all kind of grass. We we had some friends over from Sunday school class last week. We made a mistake, though. Uh-oh, what'd you do? You know, we got one of those uh, um, big-looking pot things that's up off the ground that you, it's called a fire pit, I guess. It's, yeah, fire pit, fire bowl. Well, fire we could, we, we, we had a fire and we did the s'mores thing and everything's happy. And we sat, we sat around and sang Kumbaya and we told, um, ghost stories and stuff. And it was cool. We had a good time with our friends that, uh, had a meal. It mm-hmm. was great. Well, after church on Sunday, I go out and I look in the backyard and there's this ring of dead grass. Uh oh. This, the shape of that fire pit thing, the heat. It, we we burnt it. Yeah, you we, melted we, the grass. Yeah, didn't I melted the grass? Yeah. So it'll grow. It's like hair. It'll grow back. It'll, it'll eventually grow back. But Kristen didn't like that one bit. I mean, I call I call my grass nerds guy. Grassnerds dot com. I'm like grass nerds. Get the nerd out here. We got a problem. You need to put that fireball on the patio. Yeah, we got the measles going on out here. We got the first bump <laughs> out there. What's going on? Get the grub worm activation chemical or whatever you need to get rid of it. But I realized what it was, so I didn't have to call them. So, um, but I knew, I know how to fix it next time. I'm going to get some tinfoil, which is not a tin. It's aluminum. I know it's aluminum. People just call it tinfoil. Cause it's easier, the to say, first. it's easier to say than aluminum. Cause it's only three letters instead of all the I think aluminum's pretty cool. Aluminum. aluminum. It's kind of like mulch. Yeah. Aluminum, aluminum or aluminum, which is not actually correct, but I'll put that down first. And then that, that, the heat that's radiating down, it'll reflect it. I think that'll work. That's what they, yeah. That's what they do when they're fighting the, um, they have a big piece of aluminum when they're fighting the, uh, oil wells that are, that are on fire. They just stand behind aluminum. Didn't know that. Yeah. They just, if, if, if you, if your aluminum's not there in front of you, when you're fighting that fire, when you're setting the explosives that 
that blows it. You know how they put it out? They fight fire with fire. Yeah, they, they set off an explosion, which takes all the oxygen out of the air in the vicinity of the well, and there's nothing for it to burn, and it puts it out. That's the idea. Well, the aluminum reflects heat, so that makes it where it doesn't. I'm going to try that next time. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, I'm going to put the aluminum down. It's going to reflect the heat up. We're going to have the kumbaya. And we actually sang kumbaya. For real? Yeah, because I was thinking, well, we should sing, we're sitting around a campfire. We should sing kumbaya. The whole song? No, not the whole song. Just sang it for a minute and just, then kind of chuckled. Yeah, just like the first verse or something. Or just the first, like, just said kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you just really just said kumbaya and that was it. Well, I sang kumbaya. I might have said kumbaya, my lord, there and then go. stopped. Okay, because you probably didn't know the rest of the words, did you? I don't know. I hadn't, I'm, and I'm not going to try to sing it right now. Don't <laughs> Please try to, don't. Don't try to convince me <laughs> to sing right now. But anyway, um, yeah, got some good-looking grass. So, so, okay, so let's talk about this a minute. Let's get back to the, the, the meat the meat of the subject here. Okay. The old house is ready to sell. Uh, 99%. It, okay, it has, it has appliances now. It does, yes. Brand spanking new. Brand spanking new. And okay, the house about to go on the market. Didn't have a stove the whole time you were living there. Nope. Okay, so now you bought a stove for yes. a house you don't live in. Correct. So you moved to the new house. It had a stove. Yes. But for three hundred dollars, you can keep the stove. It had a stove that worked just fine, except for a little annoying noise that's now fixed. So now you've spent more money on appliances in the last month than you spent in two and a half years. Yeah. Ever. I have. Yeah, we got a brand new fridge, too. And a dishwasher in the new house. Brand new fridge? Mm-hmm. Does it keep your food cold? It does. This one will keep your food cold for $600. This one will keep your food cold for a little bit more than $600. So is it the side-by-side? It is. Yeah. Everybody, it's it's thought- got the freezer below and the, middle fr- and the middle freezer drawer or the middle refrigerator drawer that you can put stuff in that you get to more frequently so you don't have to open the double doors. Oh yeah, it's nice. Will it tell you what time of day it is? It no, it doesn't have a clock on it. It's got a clock on the double wall oven that I just spent three hundred dollars on, but it's got a, uh, it's got water and ice. I know that's a foreign concept to most people in a refrigerator. I've, I've got water and ice in mine. <laughs> it's got water and but, ice. But you know what's wrong with my? And this this will goes this goes back to prove what we're talking about. My ice machine, if you leave it on. It overflows because the little lever thing is bent and so, it won't come up with oh, the ice. So it doesn't know to stop making ice. No. So what I do is I just I put the little thing down and then I wait about a day and I reach in there and lift it back up. So I'm manually. Manually controlling the, man, the, pro, the production of ice. Yeah. And every once in a while I forget to put it back up and I open up the refrigerator or the freezer side. And ice runs out all over the floor. You know what would happen in the Holtzclaw's house? Um, y'all would fix the ice maker. That'd be getting fixed. So we don't do that. We just deal Which, with it. This sounds really ironic and totally contradictory to my life. Because something like that would get fixed. But yet I live in a house for two and a half years with no stove at all. Well, you didn't have it to fix it because you didn't have it. <laughs> right. If you'd have had a stove there already that you kept and it was going mm, yeah. when you turned it on. It would have gotten a repair. Yeah, you'd have spent money on it. Instead, you look at all that money you spent on eating out instead. Don't remind me. All that money spent on eating out. So if you've got money and you don't want to spend it eating out, you want to spend it 
You want something make money. that's going to make more money. Go to my website, jasondiller.com. Check out how we borrow money. Again, we're looking for 100000 right now on new houses that we're going to sell for at least 160 or seventy. Um, we're building um, some houses up in the Inman market. We'd love to show you the subdivision that we're building in so we can explain how your money is safe, has a first mortgage against the lot and the house to be built. It's an 8% return on your money. Go to jasondiller.com to learn more how that works or give me a call at 864-444-7650. That's 864 864- Four 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 seventy six fifty, and remember the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability it's in action if you aim at nothing you will hit it every single time